0: Lunchtime live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk.
1: Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again.
0: Lunchtime live with Andrea Gilligan on News
1: Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, I got an email in this morning from, or actually it was there this morning from overnight. From a listener, Terry, who got in touch with us um, because of a situation that she's dealing with at the moment with the uh, the Irish health system. Terry, listen, thank you for the email. Tell us why you got in touch.
0: On the 10th of October, I had a x-ray in St. Vincent's Hospital where they found a nodule in my lung by accident and a enlarged nymph glands. So um, they put me through the rapid access clinic, the lung clinic. Now I have to say fairly quickly, I was CT scanned on the 12th of October. And um, I was scheduled then to have, see the lung assessment professor in St. Vincent's on the 24th of October. Mm. Now I have to say the doctors, nurses, in that rapid access clinic, are lovely and helpful, but um, so I seen the professor. Of course, they can't diagnose cancer, lung cancer, until you have biopsies. So they gave me a pulmonary test on the tenth of November, which was exactly a month after they found my lump. And on the 23rd of November, I had my first biopsy. And that's 45 days after they found the lump. On the 5th of December, I had my second biopsy and no results from my first. And as you know, anyone waiting on cancer results are going through hell. So, um, after the 5th of December, I was due to have a PET scan, which is a radioactive glucose that sticks to cancer cells to see if the cancer has transferred to any other part of the body. So that is an extremely important scan. And the doctor, professor cannot give you a chemo plan or any plan for your cancer without the PET scan. Now in St. Vincent's, they only do this PET scan on a Wednesday and Thursday. So last Thursday gone, which was the 13th of December, they rang me and told me that they had no staff to do the PET scan. Now, I don't know how many of us were on the list for last Wednesday. But we're all waiting on results for cancer. So they said they would flag me for the Thursday, but I mightn't be called. They rang me Thursday morning and their excuse was the scanner was broken. Now, Andrea, that's a bit Irish to me. No staff one day, the scanner broke the next. Do they realise it's seventy-three days since I've been? They found a lump in my lungs. I'm sorry. I'm very emotional.
1: No, it's completely understandable, Terry. Completely understandable. It's uh, look, and uh, the
0: minister for health not realise what's happening in our hospitals. People are being are dying, they're waiting on results. It's not fair. Like, I know there's other people out there suffering, it's not just me, but my mental health is on the ground. It's absolutely on the ground. My family have to, well, they love me, but I mean, I'm not in the best form. I'm not doing well at all. I am not doing well at all mentally. I am not doing well at all. I haven't had sleep proper sleep in 73 days. Government cannot look after their citizens properly and they're misrunning the hospitals. The management of those hospitals is an absolute disgrace. It's not the nurses and it's not the doctors. They're doing their very best. They really are. They're fantastic.
1: So since you first went in, Terry, back on the 10th of October, initially to the, to the A&E department, it's 73 days on now.
0: It'll be 73 days, the results of my biopsy. Of the first biopsy? Yeah, and the, the professor and doctors cannot put a plan in place for me unless they have a PET scan. And there's no one to do a PET scan and they told me they might be up and running next week. And if they are, I'll be be on the list they don't know. And if they can't fit me in, they won't see me till after Christmas. So in the meantime, if I have cancer, my cells are multiplying. My growth is growing and I'm still waiting. And they want me to go through Christmas like that.
1: You're obviously still waiting, though, on the the first results. And I don't take away at all, Terry, from the... The stress and worry and anxiety that comes um, from just that wait and you know waiting to get the call of the results, but I suppose it's the result of the first biopsy that'll determine whether or not a plan needs to be put in place.
0: Yes, that's it's, it's the result. But he can't give me a plan unless he sees a PET scan, yeah. and there's nowhere to get a PET scan. I asked. Like, I don't know how it's working for the patients, but I asked about how much it would cost to go private, and I was told 1,200 to 1,500. And I rang a few private hospitals, and they're backed up as well. So it's the waiting, no plan in place for your recovery or, you know, your plan for cancer treatment and when you talked to
1: when you talked to um, your doctor about this or the doctor that you're dealing with Terry like have they said that it's to do with I know you mentioned that a a scanner wasn't working and, 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 and staffing are these delays these timelines these delays are they typical
0: well I don't know about that Andrea I can't tell you that but it all seems a bit far-fetched to me that they can only do a PET scan on two, two days in a week and that one day it's staff shortage and the next day it's the scanner isn't working. To me, it sounds like somebody is mismanaging a whole department there and a hospital. Like if you're running a company and one section goes down, like you have a backup plan. Like, who is managing this department? Every manager has a backup plan. But what they're doing is they're leaving patients that are already traumatised. They're re-traumatising them all over again.
1: How is this worry... Um, like what, what? I can tell it's really taken a toll on you, Terry.
0: I am on the floor. I have... I cannot sleep. My own personal doctor can only give you so many tablets to help you cause, to relax because they're highly addictive. They'll only prescribe you six. So I'm not sleeping. I'm not functioning. I've cut off my friends because I haven't told them. So I'm not, I don't want to go out and be all gleeful and have a coffee and know what I'm going through. I can't pretend like that. So I've cut them off. I'm my poor husband is brilliant but I mean I'm crying all the time I'm worried about myself I know there's other people in worse conditions than me but I'm just telling you my story
1: Your family are aware anyway Terry of what's going
0: on? Only only my um, adult children are aware that's all
1: And I'm sure they're a good good support to you
0: Well they are but you know they're they're waking up during the night when they hear me crying. And my husband's like, no one's no one's getting a proper night's sleep unless I take a tablet and knock myself out. And I tell you, you could be tempted to take something else, very handy. It's but I think, you know, there's something majorly wrong in our hospitals that this type of thing can happen if you agree do
1: you have i the, the build up and the worry and and the way Terry is just I, you know i like p- p- people will tell you that it's it's often nearly Worse in many ways than actually finding out the news, you know, because it's... it's...
0: Exactly. If, you, if you're told the news and they give you a plan, they say, right, this is what we're going to do. We're going to tackle this by X, Y or Z. You have a plan in your head and you're going to fight like a dog to live and, you know, go do exactly what they tell you you have to do. But when you're left for 73 days with no plan, no diagnosis. No PET scan, your mental health is in the gutter. That's exactly where mine is at the moment. Now, I know a lot of people might be stronger and tackle this in a different way than myself, but I didn't think I would be this person Mm -hmm. until I thought I cancer. I went to bed in one world and I woke up in another. And it's just changed. I'll never be the same again, ever. Whether I get the all clear or whatever the outcome is, I'll never be the same person again because I was left for 73 days with no plan, nothing. Um, I know they did their biopsies, but nothing. Mm-hmm. 73 days, and I don't know if I can see it.
1: And the other side of it is Terry. The, the biopsy result could come back and and, and you know, I- indicate no um, cancer.
0: Well, there's two biopsies, but there's a there's a history of lung cancer in the family. So I was told uh, that they didn't want to give me any false hope.
1: And is that in your immediate family, Terry?
0: It is. It would be okay. a sister of mine. My my mother had cancer too. But she survived it. It wasn't in the lung. It was somewhere else. And I know the, um, the, the lung nurses in the rapid access clinic are angels. They are so good. But they can only do so much. Mm. The system is failing them as well. The professors, the doctors, they can only do so much. If they don't have the backup from other departments, what can they do? They can't do anything. The whole radiology department was down in St Vincent's Hospital on Wednesday and Thursday. That's outrageous. That's scandalous.
1: Terry, listen, I I know that you won't um, I know you won't rest easy until you, you find out and you get your your details. We have contacted um, the Department of Health I should say as well with with regards to you know what you've what um, the points you've made about the the, the the various radiology department and the wait times as well. and look I wonder if anybody else has maybe experienced this too. If, if you want to get in touch with us, you can give us a call here today or or drop us an email. Um, if we get any information back, Terry will be will be in touch with you but listen just mind yourself over over the next few days and and I hope you get um I hope you get a response fairly imminent.
0: Thank you and I'm sorry I was so nervous.
1: Terry wanted to um wanted to remain anonymous and um we we I should say that's a a, a voice altered piece and um as well, and Terry is under a a different name as well for the uh, for the interview there today. Um, but I, I look, there's a lot of people getting in touch with us in a very similar situation as well. This texter says, um, "Andrea, I'm a nurse, and I'm so upset to hear about this situation. It's not right. I too had cancer in the past, and waiting is so hard. But this story is beyond acceptable." Where is the humanity and the urgency and the care? And I would know by how that lady is talking. Um, there is an emergency situation and time dependent. Um, in all cases, people want to get the results as quick as possible. This listener says, "My heart is absolutely breaking listening to um, that." To, listening to your caller, the long wait and being left in limbo—it's a hundred percent wrong. I too had a ten-day wait and results for my husband. It was so difficult. So I can't imagine what your caller is going through. Um, the situation and these situations like this that need to be addressed, please send my best wishes to that particular caller. Um, There's other people then though, like for instance, this listener says, I recently went to James's hospital for an MRI. I got fantastic care. I was seen super quick and I felt really well looked after. Um, This caller in 53106 makes the point, my GP requested an x-ray for me only yesterday evening. I got the appointment half nine for Monday at James's uh, James Connolly Hospital in in Dublin um Ben in Tipperary my grandmom had a pain in her back went to A&E twice she was sent away until she got an MRI which took 2 weeks the doctor was on annual leave we weren't aware of that everything was subsequently delayed she has since passed away says Ben and um, look, if you've been affected by any of the issues we've been talking about, you know, today in relation to that, the Samaritans number is 116123. You can drop us an email either lunchtime live at com as always, or you can give us a call on 53106. Um, there's a couple of other people now I can see getting in touch with a variety of different stories in relation to their experience at the, the health service. Uh, we have actually a statement back from the Department of Health. Um, the overall number of patients exceeding the of Care max wait times. It's now 10 weeks in OPD areas, 12 weeks for scope. It's a decreased overall by 7%, Department of Health say. And long waiters have been dropping significantly across all targets in the year to date, by comparison to, pan- to the pandemic peak figures as well, um, there's more detail on that. We can post it on our on our ins- or on our Twitter page at Lunchtime Live NT. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan, brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.